Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. Oh, boy, we're looking at World War III. World War III, that's where we're at. Uh, is it going to happen? I don't know. Uh, Elon Musk seems to think so, and uh, I got to be honest with you. I don't disagree with him. We're real close. I don't think we've been in such a dangerous position globally in, in my lifetime. And I say that as a kid who grew up in the 80s, Cold War, you know, all these different things. It's kind of a scary time to be doing things, especially if you're in the freedom fight. Uh, but uh, I guess uh, at least the things are exciting. They have the good things to look forward to. Uh, it's an interesting world right now. An interesting world right now. Uh, Elon Musk, headline uh, breaking, Elon Musk says we're sleepwalking our way into World War III. Well, I would hate to tell you, Elon, I think we're already there in all ways but the kinetic way. I mean, we are seeing a full-fledged war occur right now in every way but guns and bullets. Uh, our economy is under complete attack here in the United States. We're losing, by the way. We're losing World War III right now. Uh, China, Russia, World Economic Forum, they're all attacking the U.S., and we are losing, and we're losing without ever firing a shot. It's horrific. But uh, Elon Musk, he was on Twitter Space on Monday, and uh, he's talking about global affairs. He says, uh, World War III puts civilization at risk, and the U.S. is lacking an advantage in terms of industrial output when it comes to Russia and China. And those two nations are being pushed together closer and closer. Uh, in an access of immense power against the West and laying the groundwork for World War III, he goes on to say, and so Russia has the raw materials, China has industrial capacity. It's frankly a perfect match from a war standpoint, so I think we need to stop doing that. It's unwise, and I think it will lead to an immense risk to civilization. I want to emphasize that, like that, there's a civilizational risk. Uh, there are tragedies on individual level, tragedies on community level, and then there is civilizational risk. We need to make sure what we're doing is not putting civilization itself at stake, which is World War III. I couldn't agree with him more, uh, except for I think that the war has already started. Uh, Musk is dead right. It's a bad, bad thing that's going on. And Joe Biden's policies are really foundational to this. I mean, they are pushing Russia and China together. It's almost like he's trying to, right? You got to wonder who's pulling the strings. Because Biden is destroying America while at the same time pushing us into a war that we can't win. We can't win a war against Russia and China. We can't do it. Militarily, we cannot win that war. We don't have the capacity. Our military is destroyed, it's depleted, it's weakened. And even though we've got some of the best soldiers on the planet, we are not in a position to take on Russia and China. It's just that simple. You know, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, we don't financially, we're in a terrible spot. We don't produce anything. We get all of our goods from China. What do you think would happen if we went to war with China? I mean, where are you going to get your penicillin? Where are you going to get your computer chips for your iPhones? Where are you going to get your iPhones? Where are you going to get the parts for your cars or your trucks? We don't produce anything here, folks. Nothing. Everything's made in China. If we go to war with them, we have no goods, including military goods. Did you know that they're even selling stuff for our military? We cannot go to war with them, and they know it. And Biden has made that more and more central. 
And when we do things like making sure that we can't drill, you know, Biden shutting off so that we don't even have oil or energy supply and all these other things, all we're doing is making ourselves even more beholden to other countries. Instead of getting so that we're strong and established and standing on our own and then exerting our strength around the world, what we're doing is destroying our own strength, relying on other countries, and then we're surprised when they're going to try and take the lead spot. You can't lead from behind. That's what we're doing here. Well, Musk uh, describes that as sleepwalking, right? He says, I, I think we're sleepwalking into World War III, Musk said. Really, people should be deeply self-reflective. If they make predictions, if they make their predictions have not come true, uh, they should consider whether perhaps there are other predictions that might not come true either. I, you know, I don't know exactly what he's talking about, but what I do know is that uh, all of this stuff that's happening is a disaster. Uh, and he's right that we are sleepwalking into World War III. I mean, it just is. You know, people get their heads down. And I don't know. You know, I mean, if you look at what's happening, the, the single biggest enemy we face in this country is apathy. You know, everybody's so damn worried about, uh, you know, living their best life. Everybody's so worried about having it easy that they're, you know, they're, they're just not doing what's necessary. And our kids' future is on the line. I don't know what else to say about that. Your, your happiness today is risking your kids' future for, the few, uh, for all time. Uh, we have over 100 terrorist training camps around this country. Hezbollah, Hamas. Um, Iranian Guard, Chinese military, we don't even know what they all are. We just know that they're there. We know that there are you know, bad guys all over, probably 100,000 plus military age soldier type, uh, terrorist type people that have crossed the, the southern border, maybe a lot more. We don't really know. We know that we have all sorts of corrupt groups out there supporting horrible things. We are in serious, serious trouble, folks. And if war comes out, breaks out, it will hit the home front. If a real war breaks out, all these other countries, whether it be Iran, Russia, China, all they got to do is activate these cells and we're in trouble because we have a bunch of snowflake wussies in this country that don't know how to stand up for anything. And believe me, if we start getting real terror in this country, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. I mean, it's a scary time, folks. It really is. And, you know, once this happens, what's going to happen to our country? Are we going to step up? Are we Are going to fall backwards? I don't know. You know, it used to be that you'd ask me, I would have said, well, there's no question what will happen. The, the American people will come together, we'll fight, we'll take these terrorists out, and then we'll take out, you know, whoever's causing it. Now, I don't know so much. You know, we got a lot of wussies in this country. There aren't a whole lot of, uh, you know, people willing to fight. And there's, the hell, there isn't, a, there isn't a man to be found in this country. There's a lot of weak-kneed wussies. A lot of guys that like to talk tough. But, I mean, you know, we don't see a whole lot of people that actually stand when the fire's on. I, yeah. Folks, I just, you know, I know that what I'm saying here is not popular. Nobody likes to be told that they should give more. Nobody likes to be told that, you know, hey, you know, you're a pussy. Stand up. Fight. Nobody likes to hear that. But we're in trouble. We're in trouble. 
And Musk is right. It's time for some self-reflection. You've got to understand that we don't live in a world of, of rainbows and unicorns. We live in a world where evil people do evil things. And our world is still governed by the aggressive use of force. You can tell your kids all you want, don't fight. Violence is never the answer. But most of the world doesn't live that way. And if they come knocking on our door and your kid doesn't know how to fight, what's your kid going to do? What are you going to do? I think it's time that we really start preparing and start kind of thinking through what could be happening over the next couple of years. I'm very concerned what's going to happen before the next election. Uh, I'm very concerned. We have so much intel coming in. You know, th th there's got to be one thing that's very clear is the left does not, cannot, and will not allow another Do uh, Donald Trump victory. Because if that happens, the whole world's going to change in a big way. Trump comes in there. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to be cleaning house. And he should. And I pray that he gets the opportunity. But there are a lot of bad guys that don't want that to happen. And they've got a lot riding on this. And, you know, I am 100% of the belief that these guys are going to do anything possible. Listen, COVID was planned. Okay, we know COVID was planned. There's no question that this was planned, that it was structured. I mean, people were buying PPE. There was global distribution of this, global distribution of that. You know, there's event 201. There's all these different things. Uh, you know, th this was a very well-planned event. They did COVID to steal the election, to transfer money, to start the Great Reset. No question about that. Do we really think that the people that did that would be above doing something else nefarious? Do you really think that? I don't think the question is if they will do something. I think the question is what will they do? And then I think the follow-up question is what will we do? And ultimately, what we have to determine is what are we going to do about it? And right now is the time to do it. You know, the problem with uh, the November election of 2020 wasn't that they stole it on election day. It's that you could see them planning to steal it months and months ahead of time, and no one did a damn thing. No one cared. And so they got away with it. You know, honestly, if, if I had to point to Trump's two biggest failures in his first term, it would be his failure on COVID over the vaccines, his blindness there, and then his failure to recognize that he needed to have a solid plan in place to deal with election fraud. There was no planning. Now, I, I don't blame the Donald for these things entirely because, you know, he was lied to, he was manipulated, he was this, he was that. There's no question, right? But did it happen? Absolutely it happened. It absolutely happened. So, you know, where's that leave us? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what I do know is that ultimately there is one thing that these globalists fear, and that is we the people. If we the people are awake and fighting, we win. They can't control us if we don't let them. But if we don't stop them, we're going to get to a point where they can't. we can't stop them. Because the technology, the way things are, it's change, right? This is the first time in human history that the technology is now so advanced that there's a legitimate possibility of a handful of global tyrants actually being able to control the population of the world. We are really, we're there technologically. And that's terrifying because if you don't think that there's a group of tyrants trying, 
you haven't looked at world history. There's always someone to trying to take over the world. There's always someone trying to be a dictator. And, you know, that's not going to change. The tools have changed. We have to fight against those tools. And I'm, I'm going to go back to this again and again and again. Yeah, I had, a, I had a great conversation with some of the people that work with me here in the last few days uh, regarding you know, pushing myself. I push real hard. I fight real hard. For anybody that knows me, you know that I've given, uh, given myself to this fight in a big way. Um, yeah, I get a lot of people who care about me uh, worried about the lack of sleep, the hours I work, the, the intensity of my work, and all these different things. And they're right. I mean, it's tough. Um, but I asked the question, what are you going to do? What should I do? Should I stand aside? Should I slow down? I mean, I, I want to on a lot. Of, you know, I get tired, but is that right? And what's the right balance, right? If your kid's future is on the line, if I'm looking at your baby, if I'm looking at your son, your daughter, and I know this because during COVID, um, People would send me pictures of their kids. They're usually adult kids. No, no young children really got COVID, but they'd send me pictures of their adult kids in the hospital dying. And they'd ask me, you know, will you please save my baby? And, you know, one of the things that happened, folks, is that I would, I would look at those pictures and I would ask them to tell me where their kids were. And, you know, if there was something I could do, I did what I could. Uh, but there wasn't always something I could do. But I remember a few times when that happened uh, that it was, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm going through my emails and it's two or three or four in the morning. And I'm, you know, I'm seeing, hey, here's the picture of my baby. They're dying. Can you help? And thinking to myself, I'm so tired. I just don't want to do anymore. And then realizing that there's no one else that they're going to get because there's no other, at that point, there were no other attorneys doing that work. And there were a lot of people dying. And I remember really thinking to myself over and over again, well, if that was my kid, would I hope that someone would do unto my child like I'm asking, you know, being asked to do? And so I pushed as hard as I could on it. Um, and did everything I could. And it, it was a very, very difficult time in my life. Um, but the point of the story and the moral of the story here is right now we're on a time clock. The future of our, our world is at stake. We're on the verge of World War III. If we get into World War III, the technology that we have now could potentially depending on who wins, essentially enslave humanity. And there'd be almost no way to come back from that. Um, are we okay with that? Should we fight? Or should we go to bed? Should we call it a day? Where's the urgency? Where's the imperative to stand for our country, to stand for freedom, to stand for our children's future? I don't know, folks. I just don't know. Uh, and I don't know what the right thing to do is. You know, I mean, I don't think there's an easy right or wrong. But that's why it's so important that everybody wakes up. Because if 100 million, if 500 million, if a billion people globally stand together and say no, 
well, then a few of us don't have to never sleep. A few of us don't have to do everything. Now, some of us will probably do that anyways. A few of us are gluttons for punishment. But if everybody fights, it it lightens the load for everybody involved. That's why we the people are so important. You you know, people ask, well, you're a lawyer. Why do you do so much media? Because if I don't, it's just me. And, you know, I'm a big dude. I can carry a lot of weight. I can take a lot of bullets. But I, we're fighting, we're fighting, you know, global powers. We're fighting things that are so big, so powerful. No one man does this. Not, not even a small group does this. This is going to take we the people demanding our freedom. And if we the people don't demand it, we're not going to have it. But if you aren't doing your part every day, what is what, what are you doing for your kids? Where are they going to be? Where's the future? I don't know, folks. I don't know if I got the balance right. You know, I mean, it's it's tough. You know, my kids in my world, you know, I mean, I'm running around, I'm traveling, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And there's always a balance. You know, there's, there's a balanced family, the balance this, balance that. Um, I don't know if I do it right. I just do it the best way I know how. But I think we all have to do that. And I think that we all need to give. And I think for the next year, at least... And depending, and probably, you know, for a period of time right after the election, regardless of what happens, we should just be prepared to be all in. And if you're not, well, just know that, I mean, you know, uh, 20 years from now, we're going to look back on this time. And our kids, especially our young kids, mine are 10 and 13, you know, they're going to, they're, we're, they're going to talk about it and say, well, hey, what did you do back in the early 2020s when tyranny was trying to rise? When, when global, powers were trying to destroy freedom. What did you do? Did you did you fight hard or did you live your best life? Did you fight hard or did you give everything you had? Did you do what was easy or did you do what was right? I don't know. It's just something to think about. Um, I hope you will support us. I hope you'll, uh, this, uh, you know, we're sponsored by my book. Uh, I have to self-fund most of what we do. So I hope you'll buy the book and I hope you'll buy the book and send it to every politician out there. Mod RNA, why it matters and other essays, mod RNA, why it matters and other essays. Um, it's on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Noble. You can find links on tomrens.com. Uh, and we're getting ready to launch our next book, right? So we're pushing out everything that we can. Uh, the, the, the 404 series, that's what these books are. And the 404 series is really what it is is it is a uh, it's guidebooks it's instruction manuals we want to give you the information that you need so that you can go argue credibly and educate politicians local people elected people your family your friends it's very short it's very easy these are you know less than 100 page books 15 20 minute reads that's the purpose of these books right to give you everything boiled down to where you can use it for an argument where you can use it for a debate where you can use it to educate that's what these are about. So look for the 404 series. We're going to have more coming out. Right now, we got Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays. And it's going to tell you what they're doing to our food supply. If you care about what you eat, you'll care about this book. So Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays. Uh, go to TomRens.com. Support the uh, Tom Renz Show and the America Out Loud Network. Support our work. Go to Renz Law, Give, Send, Go. Uh, but but help us help us fight. you got to keep us in the fight. Uh, We do everything we can, but 
we were self-funded for the most part. So your help is what keeps us alive. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Uh, I want to move into a little bit different direction, but very much related, because when we talk about World War III, uh, yeah. hey, Israel, anybody? Israel? I mean, yeah, here's how I read this. You know, to me, you've got, you know, the pandemic, which was obviously planned. I mean, event, event 201, I mean, the stuff from the Rockefeller Foundation, uh, all the grants, you know, CIA, DIA, DOD. Uh, you know, the Wuhan China lab, all this stuff, it, it was absolutely planned. And I don't think it really was released accidentally. I think it was released intentionally. Um, so there's all that. Uh, that allowed for the, uh, the transfer of wealth on a trillion dollar scale and also for uh, the stealing of an election. Well, you move from there into in uh, COVID in general. Uh, well, the truth starts coming out and they can't scare people anymore because we've been wildly successful in fighting the COVID fraud. And so then they they need to go to actual war, war to distract us. So someone decides that we're going to go to war in Ukraine and save a bunch of Nazis, right? Apparently, we're going to go to war and send $113 billion, thank, courtesy of Mitch McConnell, to a country that supports Nazis. They have, literally have a Nazi regiment. They have a battalion. Look them up. Even the New York Times has reported about the, the Nazi presence in, in Ukraine. So, by the way, this is very mainstream. Yes, Ukraine has Nazis in their military. Yes, Ukraine supports Nazis. And yes, Mitch McConnell, the neocons, and the Democrats have sent them $113 billion. 
And yes, Joe Biden wants to send the Nazis more money and tie it to, of all things, Israel's aid. You talk about irony. We're going to we're going to tie aid to Israel uh, in with uh, uh, I don't know. We're going to we're going to tie it in with support for Nazis. Uh, God, God, our country is screwed up. Um, and where's the ADL on this? Why has the Anti-Defamation League not spoken out about Joe Biden's wild support for Nazis and tying his support to Israel to supporting a group of Nazis? Why haven't they said anything about this? Can anybody explain this? It's almost like the ADL isn't concerned with anything other than, I don't know, politics. That clearly couldn't be the case. Um, so we've got that going on. But meanwhile, uh, there's some really interesting th- reports now. Uh, there's a report out of, out of Israel, uh, and this is on uh, Newsmax World. Headline, Hamas terrorist. We got $10,000 an apartment to take a hostage. That's right. So uh, you got six of these Hamas terrorists who uh, have been captured, and they told, they told their, uh, their capturers that they were told to kill and kidnap civilians uh, during their raids, and that they were offered special rewards, including uh, uh, $10,000 in an apartment, if they uh, brought back a hostage. You know, the good Palestinian uh, freedom fighters, these guys who were only in it for freedom, uh, were, were uh, over there told to kill uh, women and children and citizens and bring back hostages. Uh, it sounds like these are good people who clearly we ought to all be supporting, right? Uh, I mean, listen. They, they were at the end of the video, each of the terrorists were asked if what they had done was allowed under Islam, and they all responded the same way. No, Islam does not permit the killing of women and children. Let me ask you something. Is Hamas really about terrorism, uh, uh, about Islam, or are they terrorists? Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's issues. I know there's issues, and, and everybody you know wants to talk about the Hadith and this and that and other, and I am acutely aware of the issues with Islam. But let me re- read this again. At the end of the video, each of the terrorists were asked if what they had done was allowed under Islam, and all responded the same way. No, Islam does not permit the killing of women and children. Okay. Uh, Quote, the instructions were to kidnap women and children, one of the terrorists said, while another one said his commander yelled at me because he wasted a bullet shooting a dead body. Um, After killing and maiming, they burned houses. Two terrorists went into the house. We heard voices inside. Another two came in. There's one lying on the floor next to the door. I don't know if he was dead, but there was a blood next to him. Inside a wounded man, I think the whole family in their pajamas. A wounded man was in his underwear. woman came out in a dress, another in a dress, boy and a girl. Uh, They were took out. Uh, Women, old women, they're used as human shields for sure. And then they were, you know, used, uh, taken as, as hostages. I mean, folks, these people aren't freedom fighters. These aren't people who are fighting for a cause. These are monsters, right? These are monsters. 
some of these guys are people who have lost everything and have nothing else to lose. So they're willing for $10,000 in an apartment to do this. But these guys are monsters. Human beings do not do that to other human beings. Human beings do not uh, kill women and children like this. Human beings do not, you know, bring people and rape them and murder them. I mean, this is not, these are animals, right? These are people, the people who are responsible for this terror, they're not redeemable in my mind. Uh, I mean, they are, they're beyond redemption. If you came in and raped and killed and murdered children, I'm sorry, folks. There's just, there's no redemption for that. Uh, you can, you can get redeemed with Christ. For my part, justice demands that justice be served. And justice on this world needs to be served. Okay. So, you know, all things are possible through Christ. So don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm Christian. So, you know, I suppose he can, he can forgive whatever he wants to forgive. But uh, I find someone who's raping and killing kids. There's no redemption in my mind. Uh, I'm not as good as Jesus. So, you know, I, and I make no, don't make a huge amount of apology for that. But when we look at this, when we look at this, let's look at how this matters and plays out in the United States, right? So, you know, we've got all these protests, right? And these protests, uh, well, they are, uh, well, they're organized, right? Uh, we've got an article here, Liberty Nation News, who's behind the pro-Palestinian protests. And they, they start and they talk about, you know, these printed signs and messages from sponsoring organizations, uh, these pro-Palestinian protests, right? These are organized protests. These were planned. And it doesn't surprise me that they, it surprised me, and it wouldn't surprise me if they were planned well ahead. These are, these are sponsored. These aren't random people just showing up to, to make a statement. These are organized, planned, contrived events. Why? Well, you can see everything's here, right? Now, I think that is a really important thing to bring out. And this whole article goes through it. And they talk about Democrat Socialists of America and you know, some of these Palestinian things, these anti-Semitic groups here and there, and uh, all these monsters, a Jewish Voice for Peace, which is uh, apparently some sort of a uh, lunatic Jewish group that hates themselves. I don't understand how a Jewish group can support Palestine and these murderers. It doesn't make sense to me, but okay. Um, regard, it doesn't really matter to me what you are. If you're in favor of murderers, I don't like you. I support the people of Israel and the Jewish people's right to exist and live. I mean, it's ridiculous. But, you know, with the Palestinian youth movement, which is huge in the U.S. and Canada, these guys are all over, and they talk about all this. But, I mean, let's be realistic. The money's coming from some of these same globalist people that every, all, all the other money comes from. All these groups are funded by the same people, right? Um, I am about 99% sure uh, that if I get a chance or if I don't, someone else will, that when they trace the money and they look at George Soros, they'll find George Soros's money in hands all over everything. I'm pretty sure that's the case, right? All right. So, uh, one of the things that I want to suggest that we consider that nobody's asking is, you know, I've talked on this show and I've talked a bit in the past about the fact that isn't it strange that the most highly guarded and well-defended border on this planet, the border between Gaza and Israel, was infiltrated by a bunch of guys in slow-moving paragliders and pickup trucks and tractors 
without any sort of actual uh, response. Now, does this seem a little odd? I mean, you know, wouldn't you think that there would have been some military response when they saw a bunch of guys, hey, look at those terrorists in pickup trucks. Oh, look at, hey, that guy's moving a slow-moving tractor right through the fence. Yeah, maybe we should go check it out. Now let's, let's go to the mess hall. Uh, I don't know about that, right? I just don't know about that. To me, what I think is happening here is I think that you've got a, uh, I think this was set up. I think someone in Israel sold out. Uh, I think someone in the government had to issue a stand down. Something had to happen because normally if one of those cameras, one of those fences, if there's an issue anywhere on that border, there's going to be a military strike team response like in 30 seconds. Uh, maybe not literally, but it's going to happen real quick and it's going to be real swift and real overwhelming. Well, you got people shooting rockets into Israel. That's going to be expert. That's going to be even more. And you think they're not going to watch the border even harder when that's happening? Of course, they're going to watch it harder. Yeah, and uh, just this whole thing stinks to me. And when we look at the pro-Palestinian protests and the way that they just uh, popped up all over the planet, it's almost like this whole thing was planned and coordinated ahead of time. I don't know. I could be wrong. I can't prove that. But I think it's a fair question to ask, was it? All right. Now, when we're looking at all this, and remember, we just talked about these guys killing women and children and using them as human shields and the special reward that they got for this, right? Headline, Arizona Democrats silent after Rep. Gallego refuses questions over Israel and Palestinian records. So this Democrat lunatic running against Kerry Lake uh, is he's an anti-Semite, um, at least he appears to be. Uh, he's pro-Hamas, and he's made, you know, he's, he's put himself out there in that way, according to this article. Um, he wouldn't answer any questions about his voting record on Palestine and Israel. Uh, questions, his votes, public statement, uh, statements about either providing aid to Hamas terrorist group or denying it to Israel were uploaded. Uh, and no one is, no one, there's no problem with this. The Democrats just, they're okay with it. They support this guy. Uh, to the Democrats' mind, this is a good dude. Good, solid Democrats supporting the terrorists in Hamas. Uh, now, this DB piece of garbage, whatever he is, um, you know, folks, I don't know. I mean, how is he any different from all the other people out there? And this is the Democrat Party, Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Tlaib uh, and uh, the squad. They're all out there supporting these terrorists. They're all out there talking about, you know, how great it is that these guys who kidnap and kill women and children are, you know, doing what they're doing. None of them are speaking out. This guy's no different. He fit in real well with them. Why were we surprised that they're not denouncing him? I mean, now, I think that it's an interesting thing because when you think of uh, Cortez, you know, she is the dumbest woman in, in, in maybe in elected history. She's really dumb, folks. If you ever listen to her, it hurts your brain. You know, she's given talking points and she just sounds vapid. But, uh, you know, the thing about her is that uh, I think her, this guy, like, I'm wondering how they're going to feel if the terrorists start hitting in the U.S. I mean, like I said, we've got them here. We know there's problems. 
what are they going to say then? Are they going to suddenly be all, uh, you know, hard and strong, you know, God, or God bless America, you know, let's get defensive? What are they going to do if that starts? I don't know. I, find, I just think this whole thing is ironic and crazy and just a great big mess, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I want to I want to finish this. I want to finish this conversation with this. As the world burns, as soft targets in our country keep getting hit, I mean, you know, by the way, if you think that all the train derailments and all the infrastructure, the food processing, all the stuff being hit is a coincidence, eh, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to convince you otherwise. But uh, as we look at the situation, as we look at the globe, we look at what's happening around the world. As we think about all this tough, difficult things that we're, we're facing, we're fighting, we're dealing with all over, uh, I want to urge you to ask yourself what you're going to do about it. It's not enough to give a little right now. We all need to give as much as we can. And yeah, I hope you'll donate, and I hope you'll support me, and I hope you'll do all the things that you do, but, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about getting active in your community, getting educated, running for something, telling people, talking to people, writing articles, sharing things, you know, just, just doing things to help fight for freedom. And when you're tired and can't do any more, find a way to suck it up and do some more. I don't want to hear that you're tired. I am too. So what? Suck it up. Uh, our kids, Our kids really deserve it. And it's worth the fight. It's worth the, it's worth the difficulties. Uh, if we can make sure that our kids have a future, it's worth whatever we got to do for it. So uh, I hope you'll support us. I hope you buy the, our book, Mod RNA and other essays, or Why It Matters and other essays. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's all over the place. Um, I hope you will send that book to every elected official you can find. I hope that you will support us in uh, the rest of the 404 series, I hope you'll share the Tom Wren Show in the America Out Loud Network. We will be back. Change in the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients. Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with Pure Plant Protein. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop 
and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD, Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Okay, welcome to the Stack of Stuff. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I love doing Stack of Stuff. Stack of Stuff is fun to me because I get to show you things like this. Now, I want to, okay, so we're just going to stop. I want you guys to be prepared for this. This is, I think the best way to describe this is gruesome. Definitely disturbing. Uh, th th this is really just jacked up. Um you know what? No better way to do it than just let me show you. This is actually a real video. Uh, it's a real video. It's not fake. It's not doctored. I didn't make it up. This is an actual, uh, I guess, meat sack that passes as a human being. And uh, I, I just want you to hear. So for any of you that are feeling hopeful for our future, here you go. Um, I'm going to dash that. Ready? Why is everybody saying Gen Z is going to get drafted? Like, <laughs> no, we're not. And you know why I know that? Because we're just going to say no. Like, how are they going to actually force us to get up and go to war? I understand it was like that in like the 1940s. What else is there to do in 1940 besides shoot people? We have things to do nowadays. We have twerk, be bisexual, eat hot chip lie and we're also like really mentally ill i have like six of these what makes you think i'm qualified to have a gun like within 600 feet of anybody including myself i really don't and finally like guns are like so tacky like can you imagine just like pulling up with a gun like that is so embarrassing like what is this the revolutionary war no like let's just chat Let's just talk. There's no, there's no need for all the like, like, no, <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Don't worry. Okay, folks. <laughs> okay. Um, we're we're going to replay that. 
Um, because if that's not seared into your brains, I want it to be. Um, I, I've got to be honest with you. I think I've watched this, I don't know, more than once now. But every time I see it, it, it damages my psyche to the core. Right? Uh, I, Folks, okay, I, I, I got to tell you, my toxic masculinity is kicking in. If this, if my option, if I were a woman and my option was to date that or shoot myself, I'd get a bullet. I, I mean, I, I mean, or be single. I'm sorry. I, I, I would stay single. Uh, folks, this, do you want to know what kind of a position we're in to get into a world war? As Biden is trying to drive us into a world war, this creature, I don't know what it is. I don't know where it came from, but this creature exists in America and is not even ashamed. Whoever this is, is not ashamed of who they are. Um, let's see. What does this say? Uh, this article, I'm trying to see if it says, um, I don't know, but it's posted by Davy Jones. Um, let, let, let's watch this again. I, I, we just... Why is everybody saying Gen Z is going to get drafted? Like, <laughs> no we're not. And you know why I know that? Because we're just going to say no. They're just going to say no. Folks, Gen Z, we're just going to say no. We're just like, uh, no. Uh, well, when someone with a gun takes you and says you're going to be drafted or go to jail, it kind of doesn't matter if you just <laughs> just want to say no. Um, okay. Like, how are they going to actually force us to get up and go to war? <laughs> This guy doesn't just want to not be drafted. This guy doesn't want to go to work. I mean, can you imagine if they like force us to go to work? Um, okay. Uh, I understand it was like that in like the 1940s. What else is there to do in 1940 besides shoot people? Um, apparently, just so that all of you know, if we have any grandmas, grandpas out there, anybody that was alive in the 40s, there was nothing else to do then other than shoot people. I mean, luckily, that's all you did back then. Uh, I mean, what were the crime statistics in the 40s? We have things to do nowadays. Oh, they've got things to do. We have to work, be bisexual, eat hot chicken. Yes, he's got things to do. We have to be bisexual. That's what he has to do. He's very busy being bisexual. Isn't, is that a full-time job? I'm just curious. He doesn't want to get up for work, but maybe he gets up for... Chip. Bye. And we're also, like, really mentally ill. <laughs> I have, like, six of these. That he is. He is most certainly mentally ill. That is 1,000% the most accurate thing this creature has said. What makes you think I'm qualified to have a gun? Like, I do not think he is Within 600 feet of any... I don't think he's qualified to have a gun. I don't think I would want him to have a slingshot. I would be kind of nervous if someone gave him a butter knife to spread butter on his toast. I kind of think he belongs at home. Anybody, including myself. And finally, like, guns are, like, so tacky. Okay. Like, can you imagine just, like, pulling up with a gun? Like, that is so embarrassing. Like, what is this, the revolutionary war now? Folks, guns are tacky. You should know that they're just tacky. I mean, 
you know, the, the, the Israelis know how tacky they are. I mean, when Hamas pulled up with their guns and started shooting their family, everybody saw how tacky those guns were. That was very tacky when they were shooting babies and shooting people. That's so tacky. So, yeah, that, he's right. Those guns, them, them bar guns are tacky. Jesus. God. Like, let's just chat. Let's just, let's just talk. Oh, yeah. There's no there's no need for all the, like... like No need. All you got to do... You know what? All he's got to do is tell people, I just want to chat and talk. Don't you criminals or terrorists or people who are trying to shoot me, don't do not do that. We just want to chat and talk. Um, that's what he needs. No. <laughs> no. It's not going to happen. Don't worry. Why is everybody... Just not going to happen. Don't worry. I'm going to play this every day at least 25 times just to remind me why everything is so bad. Uh, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Now, let's compare that with this, okay? This is a kindergarten graduation in Palestine. Kindergarten. So compare that guy who's got to get up every day and be bisexual to this. במבט ראשון ועם אבילון של קיטי, זה נראה כמו עוד מסיבת סיום סטנדרטית בגן ילדים בעזה. אבל מהר מאוד, הטום והצבעוניות מתחלפים בתמונות האלה. יהודים חרדים חמושים תוקפים ערבי במחסום, ומי שנשלח להשיב את הכבוד לנקום, הם לוחמי יחידת האיליטה, קומנדו המקומי, הנוח'בה. Compare that with this. The kindergartners would shoot and eat this guy alive. And you know what? It really wouldn't be much of a loss. But, I mean... Our country is filled with people like this, yet Palestine is over here teaching their kindergartners to murder. Folks, we're screwed. We are not ready for a war, and everybody knows it. We are right now the laughing stock of the world because that creature is somehow the face of America. That's what we got in America. Uh, no, I'm busy being bisexual. What? You're what? I mean, we got the world on fire. We have kindergartners learning to murder people, and we've got some just jackass in America says he's too busy to do anything because he's busy being bisexual. He can't be drafted. Are you kidding me? We have become a nation of spineless wussies. I'm just sorry. I don't care. I'm I'm so far past done. We have become a nation of spineless wussies. 
I can't take it. I, I don't even know what to say about it. So anyways, uh, yeah. Yeah, just, I think we're, we're, we're clearly outmatched if there's a war by the kindergartners from Palestine. <laughs> All right, headline, Iran backed militants strike U.S. and coalition bases. Blinken threatens decisive response. Oh, no. Let's not get Blinken mad. Secretary of Stink Blinken, oh, we wouldn't want to make him mad. Those Iran-based militias. Yeah, this is in Iraq. Iran is attacking, uh, you know, American bases in Iraq. Uh, And, yeah, I mean, they've got no respect for us. There's nothing that we can do. You know, our, our country is too busy with DEI training for the military to actually have any men. So, I mean, you know, what are we going to do? I mean, yeah, I don't... Folks, what in the hell is wrong with us? I mean, we've got our military worried on transgender issues. We've got this weenie on his drugs that says he's not shouldn't be within 600 foot in a gu- of a gun, and he's probably right. Meanwhile, the rest of the world's training kindergartners to kill. I'd prefer not to train kindergartners to kill, but maybe we ought to not teach them to be whatever that creature was. I mean, what in God's name? What? Let, 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 we got to go back. I'm, I just can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Here he comes. He's coming back, folks. Here he is. Everybody's saying Gen Z is going to get drafted. Like, <laughs> no, we're not. And you know why I know no, that? Because like, we're just going to say no. No, we're not. We're like, going to say no. We're just. How are they going to actually force us to get up and go to work? How are they going to get us to work? Go to work? This is what we have in America. Meanwhile. Uh, Blinken's threatening to, uh, you know, decisive action. Decisive. He's going to get them. Don't worry, we're safe. Anthony Blinken is going to send that guy to scare scare the Iranians away. We're in great shape, folks. We're in great shape. Uh, we need to have some more people, you know, fight against toxic masculinity because God knows, uh, you know, Headline, Turning Point USA staff attacked by pro-Hamas mob outside Jewish businesses in famous Chicago suburb. That's right, folks. A pro-Hamas mob of people who were probably kindergartners in Palestine and have since came through the southern border uh, attacked a bunch of snowflake weenies. Uh, Well, actually, they attacked a bunch of Turning Point USA people. They probably weren't snowflake weenies. Um, uh, they, they actually turning points got some good people. So I take that back, but, uh, you know, I mean, they attacked our people. I real clear, a bunch of, a bunch of anti-Semites turning points out there trying to support, uh, you know, Israel and the, the Jewish people who are being attacked. And meanwhile, these pro Hamas scumbags, uh, you know, are out there, out there attacking. I don't know. I mean, luckily, luckily. For the for, for the pro Hamas guys, luckily for them, this guy wasn't there. Because if this guy was there, uh, the the Gen Z whiny crybaby girl who who isn't gonna you know have anybody make him to get up and go to work, uh, and is busy being bisexual. Luckily, he wasn't there because he would have turned it all around. It would have been end of the day for the bad guys. Oh God, help me. All right, next headline, uh, House Speaker election live updates. Tom Emmer drops out as House Speaker designate just four hours after winning GOP vote. 
good. I don't want rhinos. I'm done with rhinos. I hope this goes on for months and the house can't do anything stupid. If we're lucky, the house will be so screwed up for the next six months that they won't pass a single Ukrainian funding bill. Not one. I'd throw a damn party. Let's let's go. House Republicans, hold her up. Just don't do a damn thing until, until uh, we've ran out of time because I want no more rhinos. I want every rhino out of there. I'm sick of them. If you don't have the balls to stand up for our country, get the hell out of Congress. We don't need any more guys like that, the guy who uh, can't get up to work in Congress. I mean, for God's sakes, for God's sake, you know what? So I, I don't know. I got two little boys. I know two things. One, I'm glad I don't have a little girl, although I would love to have a little girl. I'm glad I don't because if I did, her dating pool would be zero. I mean, look at this. Look at the, the freaking wussy creatures that my, that, oh my God, I can't imagine being a woman. What an awful thing. Then on top of that, I got, I got this. I, I, I mean, folks, uh, only good news is, is that my two boys, they ought to be in pretty prime shape because I tell you what, my boys aren't going to grow up to be like that creature. I put my boot so far up that guy's rear end, I'd have to open his mouth to tie my shoe. Jesus. That is my kid? Jesus. You talk about a disappointment to the universe. My God. All right. Um, yeah, I'm just on a tirade, folks. I'm sorry. Um, headline, Randy Fine flips endorses Trump over uh, for president over DeSantis. Uh, Randy Fine's a big uh, DeSantis guy, and he's he's flipping because, well, DeSantis has zero chance, and all he's done is make it so he's got very little chance in 2028. I'm I'm no longer excited about DeSantis 2028 because he sucks so bad. This will it's just awful, folks. I need you to get our book out there. We need everybody to buy a copy. Mod RNA, why it matters, and other essays. We need your support on this book. We need it to be in the hands of every elected official in this country. It's got to be in everyone, county, state, federal. They all need to see it. Send a copy. Send them 10 copies. Make, send them enough copies that they actually read it. It's, it's written so that even they can understand it. Go to TomRens.com, support our sponsors, support Ren's Law Gifts and Go, support the Tom Renz Show and the America Out Loud Network. We'll be back soon. <laughs>